Hello and welcome. This is Suzanne Ricketts with She Is Ministries, and I'll be the host of our podcast. We want to welcome you to She Is Ministries podcast. And just to begin, in case you're wondering just even a little bit about who we are, who is She Is Ministries? We are a women's ministry movement that is passionate about empowering and equipping women to walk right now in the fullness of their daughterhood and to recognize that today you have access to the kingdom keys. And so friends, we just hope that you'll join us, that you will be empowered and equipped as you listen and encouraged as you listen to these podcasts. Uh, we will touch on different things from transformation to hope, to unforgiveness, to borrowed vessels, just all different things within the word of God. So join us on our journey. Hello friends, this is Suzanne Ricketts with She Is Ministries, and we want to welcome you today to our podcast series, The Joy in the Jumble. The Joy in the Jumble. And this series that we are doing of The Joy in the Jumble is for moms, for the season, the long season of motherhood. And what a beautiful season it is, but it is a journey. And this series is to encourage us to find the joy in the jumble, the ups and downs of everything that goes on during the journey of motherhood. So today our podcast is on building your house, to build your house. And so what does it look like as moms, right? What does it look like to build our house. And so I want to begin with the verse in Proverbs chapter 14, verse one, that says the wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. And so what does it look like for us to be wise women and to build our house? We know that as women, we are called to be builders, that we're called to build our house. That doesn't mean physically get out with hammer and nails. <clears throat> and yet I want to, uh, I just want us to understand that there's certain things that we do as women, that we set the climate in our home. We set it. And so, uh, the, you know, the saying goes, are you are a thermometer or are you a thermostat? The thermometer measures and reads the temperature that's in the home. The thermostat measures it and it adapts. And so really, what are we as women, as moms, as we are, whether, whether we are single moms, whether we are in a, in a home with a spouse and we're married, it's really a place of how are we building our homes? Friends, I want to tell you as a woman, as a mother, you are establishing the climate in your home. What you do is establishing the climate in your home. The first thing we have to do as moms is we have to be absolutely devoted to God. There has to be the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we are in a place where we fear the Lord. We're devoted to God. And in everything we do, there is a devotion, a deep love for him and a reverence and honor place <clears throat> for him. The next thing we do is we pray. Now here, I'm going to get into just walking as a mom 
When we pray, yes, we get alone and we pray. And and friends, if you are, I know it is so hard to carve out time to pray when you're a mom. I remember when I was raising, especially littles, it, how hard it was for me to find the time, the, the getting up really early sometimes, or even being exhausted, you know, really late, laying my head on the pillow uh, and closing and, and getting a few words in and then falling asleep. But we have got to absolutely, yes, get alone and pray. Pray for all the things, for our, our family and uh, cover all these things in prayer as well as ourselves. But friends, we also, prayer is not just something that you do alone in the closet. When you are a mother, you need to pray together. You need to pray with your children. If you have a spouse, you're praying with your spouse. You are praying for your children, not just alone in the closet, but you are praying over your children. You are an example. Again, you are setting the climate in your home. You are building your house. And so how are you building your house? And so you are laying hands on your children. You're praying over your children. You are praying over your husband. You're praying with your husband. You are praying over him. Uh, it is a game changer. Prayer in a, if you're married, prayer is a game changer in your marriage to pray with your spouse, not just for your spouse, to pray with your spouse, to call forth what is not as though it is. If your kids are not walking in certain ways, to call forth what is not as though it, as though it is and, and speak it forth, pray it forth. The same with your husband. Pray over their rooms. Pray over the rooms of your house. Friends, I want to let you know that the words that you speak, they don't just carry weight. The sound, the reverberation, as the voice goes out, as sounds go out, what kind of sounds are in your house as you establish the climate of your home? See, because everything in your home is porous. Your floors whether it's tile or wood, I, it doesn't matter. Even vinyl, there are pores in everything in your home. The walls are porous. The ceilings are porous. Everything in your home absorbs the sounds. Is joy, is love, is laughter a sound in your home? Or is it struggle and fighting and screaming and yelling? Is there music and laughter? Or is it bitterness and hate? What kind of words are soaking into the very walls that you live in? Because I'm here to tell you, as someone that has walked into, been into in ministry many years, as I have walked into different homes, I can feel the climate in that home when I walk in. The very house has absorbed what it is. The spirit, the, the Holy Spirit is either, is either present and fully alive and functioning and ruling and reigning in that home, or he has been tucked into a closet somewhere, if he's even present at all. So pray, pray over your family, over every one of it. And again, let it be not just in a, in a corner, in a closet, but as well out loud and in front. It's just a conversation with the Lord in front of your children. You're setting an example. We want to, as women, as, as wives, as moms, as mothers, we have to prepare. We have to plan. We have work to do. It is not, we don't eat the bread of idleness. We have to focus on the right things. We can spend all of our day focused on social media 
and let our kids run amok and do different things. We can turn on the TV and just let the TV be the babysitter. And sometimes, sometimes to get through the day, we need a little break. I completely get that. But we have to focus on the right thing. That can't. That cannot be the daily, day in and day out of motherhood because we are investing in our children. We have to be so intentional in our planning and preparing, in our words that we speak. We have to protect. Yes, our husbands, yes. If, if we are married and we have husbands, yes, men have this, this desire within them to cover to provide, to protect. Yes, God is all of those things, but men have this knit within them as 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 marriage partners that that is what the the man takes on that role and the women will nurture and we are builders. We build up and we nurture. And so in that place, as we protect, we have to be so careful and aware of what we invite into our home. What is being seen? What is being heard? Again, what is being spoken? Have we allowed free reign on what is on whatever, the TV, the phone, the computer? Because all those are gateways. Our, 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 our children, ourselves as well, the eye gates, the ear gates, the mouth gate, we all are, we have these gates and are the gates being guarded and protected in our home? In our home, is there such a place of purpose of purpose friends you are a builder you are a builder of people mom are your words bringing life is grace present have you set the table for grace in your home as you sit around and you gather around the table purposeful for a meal not just physically friends have you set the table for grace is forgiveness present do your children feel that they are secure that they are loved that there's freedom in that home to be different that they don't have to look like everybody else because friends again we are to be set apart we are in the world, but not of the world. So at this table of grace, that there is dialogue in this home that is real. That there's a freedom to be candid, to be real, to be open. And yes, at times, at, 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 at this grace is freely given in this home, and there is intentional, purposeful dialogue and conversation at this table of grace. Yes, there are times, absolutely, we have to bring discipline and all of that, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But do our kids trust us enough that we will, we will have a sound mind to sit and listen with openness with love in our hearts. That there's a freedom, that they have a freedom to make mistakes knowing that they will be loved and that they're received and that there will be direction given. Are we purposeful in the climate, in the words, in how we set the table in our home? 
Are we purposeful in the words we speak? Are we purposeful? Because again, that is our that is our work. We are building our home. So we have to be purposeful. Again, if we're haphazard with it, we are nothing but folly. As in Proverbs chapter 9, there is the story of wisdom and folly. Wisdom builds her house. She, she hewns out her seven pillars of beauty and stability. Is that in your home? Are you building your house? She prepares her table. She, she, she kills the beast and mixes the wine. The table is prepared. She says, come and eat. Are you, friends, being persistent? Are you, as a mom, being persistent? Persistent, and I want to give you another one, consistent. You have to be persistent. Yes, you have to endure. We know we get asked the same questions over and over and over, right? Endure, endure, endure. But we have to know that the fade begins to happen when we get worn down. The enemy knows that. That's why he's persistent. So we have to know that everything, as moms, as we example out, we have to be consistent and we have to be persistent. We can't let the fade happen. I I will tell a, a true story of when my kids were little and my children were stair steps. And they were probably, my youngest was, I think he was three, maybe two. So they were three, four, and five at this age. They were all sitting in car seats in the car and we were driving. uh, There was construction being done close to our house, road construction. And where we live, there is always road construction. If you live in the Houston, Texas area, I don't think we'll ever go more than a year without having road construction somewhere we live. So in this place, There was, and and truly believe me, the road needed help because there were, they were taking the, the top layer off and they were getting ready to add, put on another layer of asphalt. And I think it was asphalt and concrete. But anyway, they were pulling the, you know, they had dug down so many layers, they had scraped it down. And so let me tell you, there were some major major potholes on this road so anytime you drove down this road anyway to begin you had to go fairly slow and this was a major this was like a a road that led straight to a freeway a major freeway and so I would drive this road I didn't get out often but when I did I, I would get out and so I one day I was driving and I I hit a major pothole I didn't just like hit it I was in a hurry to go somewhere I had all three of the kids it was like zip zip let's go I was driving at a pretty good clip and I hit this pothole and I hit it pretty hard and I thought that I had probably broken the axle on the car as I hit this pothole very hard I said a word that was very inappropriate uh, it just came out of my mouth and I was like oh my gosh I just said that word and I ignored it like I hadn't said it and a couple days go by I'm driving this road again and all three of them are sitting in the back seat and I hit a hole again I don't necessarily know if it was that one but I know it was another big pothole and as I hit it I didn't say the word but my three-year-old sitting in the back seat said the word yow right my eyes got super big I couldn't say 
where did you hear that word? Because I knew very well where they heard that word. They'd heard it right out of, he had heard it right out of mom's mouth. And so again, there's that place that we have to understand that our children are listening to what we speak. They're hearing, friends. They are little sponges. They are hearing what you speak. They are watching what you do. And you can say the right things all day long, but if you are doing the wrong things, guess what? They might say the right things too, but they're not going to do the right things. So we have to be so aware that as we set the climate in the home, that we are, we are intentionally, we are, friends, we are such, there is such love in our hearts for God. There is such a devotion to Him. There is such a fear, all reverence of Him as moms that from that posture of humility and love, we can lead out in such a powerful way. We can be builders of our home, but most important, we are builders of people. We pray. We're diligent in prayer. We are persistent in our prayer. We are continually asking God, even when, pray without ceasing, right? Even when we don't necessarily always have every day to get in the closet, we can, as we're doing dishes, we can pray. We can pray. We can pray in our head. We can pray out loud. God, thank you. Thank you for these dishes. Thank you that I have, we have food on the table. Thank you, Father, for the meals. Thank you for the daily bread. Thank you for blessing our bread baskets and kneading bowls, Lord. Just begin to bless him and thank him. We can pray without ceasing. Thank you, Lord, for these little ones that are under my feet. Thank you, Lord, for my teenagers that remind me daily of the grace that you've given me. May I as well pour out that grace and wisdom and discipline upon them as they are learning, truly learning, to make decisions that carry weight in their lives right now. Plan and prepare, friends, that he would bless the work of your hands. Raising them up is the work of your hands. Uh, Yes, you might have a a full-time job somewhere else outside of the home. That's okay. You are still building and establishing the climate and the environment in your home. And your first ministry is the raising up if if you're married, your first ministry is your marriage. And your second ministry, if you're not married, your first ministry is your children. The raising up of your children, the next generation. Don't be idle with it. Don't be careless with it. Don't find other things to do. Build up, plan and prepare. Proverbs 31, 25 says, She is clothed in strength and dignity, and she can laugh at the days to come. Yes, because of her faith in God and her trust in Him, but as well that she has looked ahead to the future. She knows who has her, and she knows that He has ordained her steps. And so there is a confidence, a God confidence, in the looking ahead, planning and preparing protect. Be protective and aware of what is in your home. Be purposeful in the words you speak, in what is invited in, what is allowed in. And be persistent 
and consistent. Don't let this fade, the slow fade come. Be persistent and protective as you guard your words, as you guard your heart, as you guard your home, as you establish the environment. Psalm 127.1 says, unless the Lord builds the house, those that build it labor in vain. Friends, let the Lord build and establish your home. And again, I always laugh at this verse. If you are married, this is this just one of my favorites. Proverbs 25, 24. Better to dwell on the corner of a rooftop than with a nagging wife. Better to dwell on the corner of a rooftop than with a nagging wife. <laughs> Sounds funny, right? And yet, wives, think of the environment and the climate that you are setting in your home. Establish it. Build your house. Build your house upon the foundation of Christ. Fully devoted to God, praying, preparing and planning, purposeful, protecting, and being persistent. Friends, build it, let the Lord build it, and establish it, and do not tear it down as folly with your own hands. I hope this encourages you today, moms, and I hope you have a most blessed day. In Jesus' name. And that's all, folks. Subscribe and stay tuned. We have more stuff coming.